Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'll be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today on Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Now, we got a lot of stuff to navigate through today. Obviously, coronavirus nonsense. I'm sure we're going to have to talk about that uh, by default. But before we get into all that stuff, we are going to take a little pause and do a Just Plain Radio uh, listener spotlight. Yes, they do exist. At least one of them. Uh, Tom, damn sure it's Mancher <laughs> is his name. Mamsher. Damn sure it's Mamsher. Did I get your last name or did I butcher it appropriately, Tom, as we no, you're, sometimes? No, you butchered it appropriately. You could be damn sure it's Mamsher. You got okay. it right. All right. And uh, Tom is a retired United pilot and now works for Velocity Aircraft at, uh, over there in Merritt Island, east coast of Florida, right? Is that do I, uh, Actually, down in uh, Sebastian. Florida. Oh, Sebastian. Okay. Yeah, I, All right. I live in Merritt Island south. and the aircraft. Uh, the company's out of Sebastian. They've okay. been there for about uh, 35 years. Got it. Okay. Well, uh, Tom reached out to us this week. He actually said he admitted that he listens to the show and uh, wanted to reach out regardless, I, and, which is ironic because usually when that happens, it's a complaint. You hear what I'm saying, Dennis? Or a restraining <laughs> order. Yes. Or some kind of legal document is attached to it. But in this case, he actually had a compliment. You've been listening to the show for a while now. And, uh, what, I mean, what, what are your uh, overall thoughts of what we do here at Just Plain Radio? Tom, you enjoy it or what? Oh, I love it. Actually, I listen to, well, I'm, I'm an aviator and a boater and a scuba diver. Oh, so okay. Actually, you know, I hate to admit it, but I listen to all three of your shows. Wow. Scuba Radio and the Boating World. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I have a little, uh, center console 25 foot edge water with twin Yamahas. I'm working on my, uh, dive master. I was getting ready to get that. Then the scuba, then the, uh, virus thing came about. So I got to have to wait here. They closed all the marinas and all the, uh, dive boats down in South Florida. So I'm going to have to wait a few weeks and this all blows over before I can work on my dive master. But, uh, and that, and, uh, you know, I retired from United and I got back into general aviation and I'm, I'm a part-time instructor for Velocity Aircraft. Well, that's awesome. You know, he listens to Scuba Radio, listens to World of Boating, our other, you know, sister radio shows we do for those markets. But Just Plain Radio, that's where your heart is. That's what you've made, uh, well, your passion, your profession, but you retired about a year and a half ago there from United. But we appreciate you listening. I love this. I mean, I, I can't believe we actually have someone listening besides mom and dad. Dennis this is like, cha-ching! We're, on, we're finally, <laughs> we finally made it. No, that, it is, it's awesome. We love li- uh, hearing from, uh, from listeners, we know you're out there, and uh, and and so in your case, though you, uh, you you have been doing some other stuff in your retired aviation life, but you're still actively involved. Do you have an airplane? I assume yourself too, or what? I do have a Velocity. When I when I first retired from United, I wanted to make sure that uh, you know if it was if it was for me, so I got a little uh, Piper Sport airplane, a little LSA. It's a little hundred horse Rotax and. You know, I flew that around for about six months, and I realized that I still want to stay in aviation. I mean, I, I love this stuff. So, uh, uh, but my heart's always been in a canard, or it's called a pusher airplane, a, a velocity. Way back in the 80s, 
when uh, I was flying for a company called Flight International, we flew Learjets and MU2s. Hmm. We were a subcontractor for the Navy, and we were doing an air show in Southern California, and I got the honor to meet John Denver, and he was in his uh, one of his pusher-type canard airplanes, and I got to meet him, and his, him and his dad owned a Learjet. Wow. And and the company we flew, we flew Lears for the Navy, and we had you know all kinds of cool gadgets on the airplane to work with the Navy. And uh, I got to, you know, uh, sit in his airplane, his long easy. And uh, I've, I've been fascinated with the pusher type canard airplane all these years. And finally, after I retired and I got a little conventional airplane, the paper sport, like I just said, mm-hmm. I finally, my true dream, I wanted to be in a canard, a uh, pusher type airplane. It's, it's very efficient. It's fast. It's roomy. Uh, you know, it's a 200 mile an hour airplane. It's got Sweet. great payload. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could. I could fly down from Merritt Island down to the Everglades City and pick up some stone crabs and be there in 35 minutes. So oh, you, you picked fast. up on our flight plan from a few weeks ago. Oh, right yeah, forth. I certainly did. When yeah. I, heard, I had to laugh when I, hear, when I heard you talk about the stone crabs. I've done the same thing myself for the last few years. Right. Now, uh, just for those folks that don't know, Dennis, I want to make sure everyone is uh, up to speed on what he's referring to in this aviation terminology. Uh, calling his aircraft a pusher-type aircraft means... I mean, obviously, well, I know, but the engine's on the tail instead right. of up in the nose, like on the Mooney. So it, it's kind of a, a backwards design, but it has a lot of aerodynamic advantages. The uh, the the tail becomes the nose. You can't stall it because the canard will stop flying first, lowering the nose, and the aircraft starts flying again. So they're they're basically stall proof, and uh, supposedly the propeller's more efficient because it's got undisturbed airflow behind it so there, there's a lot of advantages Bert Rutan was uh, probably one of the biggest uh, proponents of that uh, type of aircraft design when he came up with some of his uh, early kit planes or early plans built mm-hmm. so this is this velocity aircraft you're talking about Tom is a kit plane is that right it is a it is a kit plane it's, yeah. it's made by velocity down in Sebastian Florida mm-hmm. and uh, they've been in business for oh, for about 35 plus years and it's a terrific airplane it's made a composite and it's got uh, some carbon fiber around the uh, cockpit area for structural integrity. Yeah, uh, it's stressed to nine Gs. I mean, it's it's fully, it's just an indestructible airplane. It's just fantastic. The power to weight ratio is phenomenal. It gets up and goes. And there are several variations of the velocity. There's the the SA, which is the standard edition. And then it holds four people, and it's about a 200-horse engine. Okay. And then there's the XL, which is a little bit larger, the X, extra-large version of it. And you put a 300-horse Continental or Lycoming engine in there, about 250 horse to 300 horse. Hmm. But all of them do about 200 miles an hour. And then also Velocity has a uh, Velocity Twin. It's a twin-engine airplane. Basically the same fuselage with twin engines, so you have the redundancy of an extra engine. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, just fantastic airplanes. Well, you know, this four-seater you're talking about, which one is that? The XL? What is I it? have the XL, and it's called the XL5. It holds five people. Wow. And you can get either get that with a fixed wing or a fixed gear or retractable gear with with all the variations of the airplanes. You can get fixed wing or retractable on the standard edition. The twins all come retractable. And we're also working on an airplane, a six-seater we also got a couple airplanes we're working on right now with, with turbines, with a turboprop engine in there. Wow. So, yeah, you can go up to, you know, 230 and uh, you just get above all the weather and just get up and go for four or five hours and 
just terrific airplanes. What's nice about an experimental airplane, I don't know, if I've heard Dennis talk about it on some previous shows can, compared to a certified airplane like, like Mooney, Cirrus, Cessna, Piper. Right. Experimental, you have a lot more options. You can put the latest and greatest avionics and technology in the airplane today. You don't mm-hmm. have to wait for it to be certified you know, a couple of years from now and wait for the FAA to certify it. If you want to pull out your Avidyne tomorrow and put the latest, greatest Garmin in or Grand Rapids. No, 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 no. Other way around. We Other take Garmin around. out and put Avidyne in. Ah, you want the right. better product. <laughs> oh. I, I agree. I was just down in Melbourne looking at some Avidyne equipment. They're uh, terrific, uh, terrific avionics for a great price. And you could put, or you could even do something simple as your iPad, running ForeFlight or Wing X. Or the Seattle Avionics, uh, some of their EFBs in there, and you could you could fly your airplane with just something as simple as an iPad, and, yeah. and get the greatest updates every week. And you run all your programs on it, and you get your weather and your. Well, you're your selling fuel. me. I got to tell you, Tom. So I want to go back to you. Say, there's a five and a six seater that, that's uh, available. What kind of fuel burn are you talking in an aircraft, and what well, what kind of carry capacity? For carrying capacity, what's nice with a, like my velocity, I have the 300 horse, 305 horse continental in there. I could put four adults in there, fill it up with fuel and go for five or six hours, depending on my reserves and the weather, you know, VFR reserves and IFR reserves. Hmm. I can go, you know, a thousand miles and with four people on board, me being a boater and a diver, you know, I can put my wife on board, put my son on board, load up put on six dive tanks, put my scuba gear and head over to Bahamas and be there in an hour and a half and still be able to carry all my gear, all my, you know, my, my BC, all my tanks and everything, get there in an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes from where I live at in Maryland in Florida, get over to Bahamas, go diving and, and be back the same day if I want to. He but is doing most- exactly what we've been wanting to do for some time here, Dennis, that we haven't done enough of, it sounds like to me. You think? Yeah, and I've you know having a little bit more payload. I don't know if I want to try to carry the tanks across just because you know compressed gases and travel and all that. But uh, you know we can rent those easily enough at the dive site. But right. having more it. room to haul our dive gear and our regulators and stuff like that—that's one area the Mooney is a little uh, lacking on as a payload. But when you're going like 200 miles an hour in your aircraft, there, Tom, how much a uh, you know fuel burn about? You know, it's nice you can cruise at 170 knots, which is about. 201 miles an hour and i'm burning about 12 and a half to 13 gallons an hour as opposed to a certified airplane which is burning about 17 gallons an hour so i like those numbers that sounds spectacular he is definitely selling us and we got more with tom our one listener next on just plane radio just plane radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Level her off. Good job. You hear that? Flawless. It makes sense. It's a second nature. I've logged a lot of remote control hours. Gus, what would you say is harder, RC or the real thing? The real thing. Tough call. I'm flying. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And our special guest, Tom, who works at uh, Velocity Aircraft. He has uh, one of these kit planes. He's also an instructor uh, down there in Sebastian, Florida, you know, just north of uh, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach area, East Coast. And we thought, hey, that sounds like a reason to do a Just Plane Radio listener spotlight. And that's what we are doing right now to find out what he does and uh, what we can learn from him as a group. It sounds like you're living the life that you've heard us talking about for some time now. That's absolutely right. And when this virus thing gets all done with, I'm hoping to catch up with you guys. And, uh, and Greg, you know, come on over to Maryland. It's a you know, 45-minute drive for you. Come on over, get in my airplane, and we'll go down to Stewart, Stewart Cove and you know, dive with some sharks and have yeah, a great time and, yeah. and, have, and just have a great time. Man, you are a glutton for punishment. I love your attitude. Dude, <laughs> he obviously has the patience of Job if he wants to uh, hang with. If he wants crowd. to have you fly with him, right? Yes. So and then uh, yeah. the same for you too. You know, I've been up to Duluth a few times up to the Sears factory, and I've actually I was very fortunate enough to fly to the Sears Vision Jet last year from Duluth down to Oshkosh to reserve some camping slots for Oshkosh, and that's a terrific airplane, also. But mm. Dennis, come on down here to uh, Orlando. Come on over here. We'll get into velocity, and we'll I'll show you some uh, experimental flying, and we can we can head over to the islands and down in Florida and have a great time. Also, okay, now I'll th- definitely take you up on that. But this uh, velocity aircraft, th- this isn't like the 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 Vision Jet, right? It, it's not that crazy, is it? Oh no, no. We're we're talking. What's nice about an experimental airplane is 
that you build it yourself. And the biggest thing is, is money-wise. I mean, compared to, you know, just uh, you know, like a Cirrus, a good mm-hmm. example, SR22, comparable uh, speeds and stuff like that, actually a little bit better speeds and better payload, but for one-fourth the price. I mean, you can get into a, a velocity uh, with the the, the, ex, the the retractable gear, the big engine, the total latest, greatest avionics in there from Avidyne, Garmin, Grand Rapids. You could be in that airplane, complete it with a fantastic paint job and terrific interior for under $250,000, which is one-fourth the price of a Cirrus. Right, but the caveat is I would have to build like 51% of it, which is a big caveat when when you take into me uh, as a consideration. Well, well, the good thing about that is Velocity offers a fast build option. You can go down there, and actually there's some hotels locally. You can actually stay right there at the factory. Matter of fact, there's are three or four guys there right now that they're actually, they have their RVs right there and they're staying right there in Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And they're there every day building that airplane. And just for the heck of a one time, Velocity got together with a few of them. They were able to build an airplane in 71 days from start to finish, which, wow. you know, it's less than three months. But the, uh, the expertise there from Dwayne, the, the owner of Velocity, I mean, he's, he's 83 years old. He's there every morning at, at at 6.30 a.m., he's actually helping some of the boaters build airplanes. You got you got Randy, one of the A&Ps, that's always right there. You have mm-hmm. Brian, who's working different wiring harnesses for your for your Garmin, Avidyne, Grand Rapids. I mean, he's an expert at what he does. You have Ingrid, one of the instructors there, the flight instructors. She's also a, a major airline pilot, um, terrific instructor. We have a you know, it's like a family down there. The culture down there is just fantastic. And they've been doing it for, for 35 years, so they're doing something right. Yeah. Well, and they're there to make sure you don't screw it up. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, we've talked to uh, our buddy Jim Folson, who uh, he did a, what, what was it, an RV-12? He just it was did an RV-7. Or RV-7 uh, last year. Beautiful aircraft. But he's been working on that thing for years. It was a little hobby project. But, man, now he's the proud owner of a brand-new aircraft that he put together. And I was like, that would be a cool way to do it. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a very good handyman type thing. He said, ah, neither am I. And he's like, look, if I could do it, you could do it too. So, well, yeah. the nice thing about Velocity is we've had some people down there. There's a, he's become a friend of mine named Mark. He's up from, uh, he's an attorney up in Philadelphia. He's built two Velocities and his former background is he's never, you know, he's never touched a tool or turned a wrench when he first started. And he's actually built two of them now. And hmm. it's phenomenal. I mean, they teach you everything you know from fiberglass work, from the electronics to the power plant to, uh, and what's nice if you can work, what's, what's really terrific about a velocity is being composite you know if you ding it up for some reason like the hangar door hits it or you bang into it right it's just like working on your boat you just get some uh you know west system you get some fiberglass you get some cloth patch it up you're good to go and you're good to go where you know if you have an aluminum airplane or fabric coated airplane and you bang it up you might have to wait for somebody to come in and work on it Mm -hmm. you know i matter of fact i caught I caught one of my uh, winglets on the hangar door just a couple weeks ago, and a little, little boo-boo on the side of it. I went over to West Marine, got some fiberglass, touched it up, put a little uh, accelerator on her. By 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I was ready to go. Well, you couldn't you even go. tell I ever a little banged it. 
you can never tell I banged the winglet up. Well, you got to love that. Yeah. These, you do. Yeah, these are sharp uh, aircraft. Uh, Dennis was telling me before the show goes, yeah, yeah uh, you've actually flown one too, right, Dennis, or have you? No, I, I have not had the pleasure of flying in a canard-equipped airplane yet. Okay. Well, Dennis, you got to get on a flight from uh, you know Duluth or wherever you're at, Minnesota. Get on, come on down here to Orlando. Mm-hmm. I'll pick you up. Come on down to Sebastian for a day or two. Or spend a few days down there. I'll, I'll take you up. Want to train or take you up on my airplane, and you get to enjoy the velocity. Yeah, well, so and that's what you do for them. You you actually teach uh, people once they build their aircraft how to fly it properly. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, Tom, or it's what? called transition training. Your insurance company usually requires that I give you about anywhere from five hours to whatever you need to get the airplane up to speed. Mm-hmm. When you're transitioning from your Cessna or Piper or Mooney or Sears. Uh, most insurance company requires about five hours of training in that airplane. And, yeah. you know, and it's, it's a great airplane. And the nicest thing, which like Dennis was saying, you can't stall the airplane. I've been a completely power idle and you bring the, your stick all the way back to an airplane or this, it's called like a ping pong to go up and down. Mm-hmm. And I've actually had full power on the airplane with the stick all the way back. And while the airplane is stalling, you're still climbing a couple hundred feet a minute while the airplane's stalling. It's an incredible airplane. Wow. So, I mean, and I don't know. I don't have even have a picture in my mind because I'm not that familiar with them. So, are we talking high wing or a high wing or low wing aircraft? Well, it's kind of mid wing, but your okay. your elevator is in front of the airplane and your propeller is in back of the airplane. It's kind of it's kind of bass backwards. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the right flyer, only a lot less uh, draggy. Okay, you know, exactly. it, it looks it looks a lot like that. You know, they had the propellers on the tail of the right flyer. They put the uh, elevator and rudders up front, and okay. velocity is done largely the same thing. But it's a much more streamlined, much sexier, much faster airplane. And I would assume there. the uh, the website's what velocityaircraft.com? dot com. Yes, got a new website coming out here shortly, and it'll be more updated than what it is right now. But uh, you can go to VOBA to Velocity Owners and Builders Association, and it's just like. You know, Mooney and Cessna and Cirrus, you have all kinds of builders out there. And if you have any questions about the airplane, you can just post it on their site. Tom, thank you for checking in. We appreciate it. And uh, look, we'll uh, have you on again. I would love to. Anytime, just love to come back. We got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along, Captain Dennis. All right, so off to coronavirus coverage here. On the uh, on the big show, we we got to cover it because that's all we're you know being deluged with uh, day in and day out. So and it's not all bad, but some of it does affect uh, us aviators a little you know uh, more than than we would like it to. And one comes in the form of entertainment or lack thereof. Is that right, Dennis? <laughs> that's correct. I mean, we've all been eagerly anticipating the next installment in the Top Gun series, you know, mm-hmm. to find out what happens with Maverick, you know, and uh, Top Gun Maverick was supposed to drop uh, in theaters in June. But now due to the coronavirus and the fact that theaters are closed nationwide, we're going to have to wait till Christmas now. Yeah. 
Well, what a gut punch for us pilots, you know. Just we when we were getting fix. excited, we thought we could binge watch stuff like this, uh, maybe over in the next few weeks, and they would yeah. release it straight to video. <laughs> well, we were hoping. Life. I mean, we, we missed out on the live action in Sun and Fun, so we didn't get to see an air show there. So hopefully yeah. in June, we could have made it up for it in the theaters and got a little adrenaline fix. But Right. Well, uh, hopefully Christmas will be even extra special than if uh, if they can get uh, get it put together. And things calm down a little bit. So we got that. Then other people are trying to just make the best of whatever situation they're in. What What is the deal with this guy who, well, the, this was the last flight before he got furloughed or something? Is that what happened or did he retire? Uh, actually, it's worse than that. Uh, uh, you know, there's a couple of airlines that have shut down recently. And yeah. uh, one of the captains of one of these airlines decided that he was going to go out in style. Mm-hmm. And he actually dressed up as Captain Morgan. Nice. So, how would you like to be greeted by a guy in the flowing robes and the the peg leg holding the you know the rum? Yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't what? holding the rum. I'm hoping. No. <laughs> but you got to give the guy uh, some credit for being original. You, you know? know, making the best of a really bad situation. You know, it's one thing to have this virus, you know, causing you know furloughs and layoffs, but you know, for it to actually tank entire airlines and right. You know, hey, we're hey. laughing on the outside, crying on the inside, but that's exactly. better. And uh, switching them around. I'm with you. Give them points for uh, creativity for sure. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Any of you boys need an aircraft carrier around here? This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. And we are now joined by Captain Keith from Flight Training Professionals. Yes, he finally has time to join us uh, to participate as a, you know, as a crew member because he's been so busy running this flight school, Flight Training Professionals, up until uh, just a couple of days ago where you guys decided to put things in a holding pattern. Is that right, Keith? That is correct. Okay. Yeah, just just out of safety for our customers and the instructors, we decided just to uh, cease flight operation for all. We're still doing a lot of groundwork. Yeah, well, and, I'm uh, I'm sure, I'm sure. And you guys, we're you know, you were navigating things accordingly and and uh, operating the flight school, but it's gotten so nutty, uh, just like with everything else. Is like, all right, let's just put it on hold for a while. Everybody just uh, you know hunkered down, and uh, but you're still doing some ground school stuff there at the office, or at least uh, remotely. Is that what you mean? Yeah, we're doing it uh, via the internet. Yeah. Uh, all the ground schools. So, I mean, we've been doing that all along. Right. Uh, so we're just kind of concentrating on that at the moment and moving people along so that when we do start up our flight operations again, people will just be that much more prepared. There you go. All right. Well, I know that, um, you know, you before you guys uh, uh, did this, you, you were already, you know, going through the issues of, you know, how do you uh, manage the fleet of 
aircraft you have for trainers and, uh, you know, going from one pilot to the next as far as sterilizing, you know, seats and cushions and, and decks and things in the aircraft. Uh, there actually are some new guidelines that have just been released from who, Dennis? Where did we get this? Uh, pilot workshop of all places. Uh, they had a subscriber, you know, write into them saying, hey, you know, how do I disinfect my flying club airplane or the FBO's uh, rental airplane? So that, uh, you know, that I'm not picking up, uh, what the next guy was, uh, was touching. Right. Their recommendations are basically to use 70% isopropyl alcohol. That's mm-hmm. the, the best thing and the safest thing for the avionics. Um, they said the worst thing that you can use in these airplanes is a pre-moistened, like a Clorox type wipe. Right. The ammonia or bleach based cleaners will destroy those touchscreen avionics and i'm sure keith can tell us that he does not you know what the cost is to replace a screen on a g1000 is not something that you want to do i'm guessing not is is that what you Uh, guys were using keith or what What i I don't want to do that either i've I've had to do we've only had you know in 15 years uh 14 years of using the g1000 now um we well no that's not true we've been in business 15 years but we started (laughs) using them in in uh well, it's, I guess it is 14 years Yeah, because we started in 07. Time flies. The there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, we've only had to replace uh, two screens, uh, which is not bad, yeah. uh, which is why part of the reason why we use the G1000. But, yeah, we do not use uh, any wipes on the uh, screens at all because that is absolutely correct. It will uh, not only with the buttons and everything, will they stop working eventually and, and the the kind of plasticky rubber that they have for those push buttons on those, uh, that'll just peel right off mm. eventually. And uh, the screens will completely discolor and you won't even be able to see through them. And so you were you using what, some type of alcohol mix type of stuff or cleaner or yes, something? Or? exactly. Okay. Yep. So you were yep. able to get your hands on some of that. What is it? Uh, what type of alcohol? Isopropyl? What? Isopropyl alcohol, the, 70% or higher. That's like gold right now. That's like uh, high-end rum. <laughs> you know, it's like a fifty-dollar bottle of rum. That stuff is it's it's such in high demand. But you were you had a, a stash of it already before the the rush hit, I guess. Keith, is that what you mean? No, you no, no. you just need to know where to get it. Oh, okay, and 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 you you can't go to your local. Uh, well, for us down here, Publix, you can't yeah. go there, right? Uh, but or, you have a dealer that you uh, frequent and you can get your hands on this or is he up yes. in the mountains of the woods of like Virginia or something and uh, operates no, a that's, still <laughs> that's a hundred proof oh. and that's not what we're talking about here. all right well I, you um, know hey that's in 40 percent more I mean in that even the more better I don't know they got to water it down I don't know how they do it I watch that moonshiner yeah. show but yeah anyway if you can get your hands on the uh, alcohol for this uh, type of mix mixture uh, you can use that on the screens, but you got to be very careful. Make sure that's all you use, and that'll sterilize them enough to keep the, you know, keep the germs from the pilot before you, uh, from rubbing off onto you, because you don't want to do that. You have any other tips that you guys were using other than that stuff on the electronics and things, or what? There. Uh, yeah. The the, uh, the important thing is to not just spray it on and immediately wipe it off. You got to give it uh, a little bit of time for that alcohol to actually do its job and kill the virus yeah uh if there's anything there so all right uh, it, it takes a little time for the alcohol to have its magical effects just like it does yep. when you ingest it you know that's right yep 
<laughs> but it's also so, important uh, how you apply it. Um, you just don't spray it on there and let it run down because it'll get into the bezels and we don't want that. Um, yeah. So the be- the recommendation is to use a soft lint-free cloth or even a microfiber type cloth. Mm-hmm. Get that cloth damp, wipe gently on the screen and let, let it sit. Don't Don't wipe it dry. Let it sit and then buff it clean with a separate cloth. Uh, using a paper towel would be almost as bad as using those pre-moistened wipes because the paper towels, believe it or not, are very rough. The wood fibers in there will scratch those screens. Mm. But as far as the other parts of the aircraft, whether it's the seats and the yoke and all that, are you using the same mixture, Keith, or is it something else? Or does it matter? Uh, for that, I actually use uh, hydrogen peroxide. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, that must yep. smell delightful when the next person gets in the aircraft. Doesn't that stuff smell kind of funky sometimes? No. No? No, it doesn't because, you know, you, you dilute it down. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's kind of like, I don't know if your mom ever used, like, uh, water and vinegar to clean around the house. Right. Um, you know, it's it's kind of basically that same type of smell. Okay. Um, it's a clean smell. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Fair but you, yeah, you don't want to use the other stuff because, uh, and you certainly don't want to use the wipes and stuff on that either, mm-hmm. um, because you're like our aircraft had the leather seats in them. It will discolor it. Yeah. So you, gotta, uh, you just got to be careful that leather up yeah. with, with all the different materials you have and make sure you're using the light or the, the right, uh, sterile, uh, concoction, I guess. And if there's any doubts, reach out to the manufacturer of your avionics and ask them. They'll tell you because they they don't want to sell you, you know, spare parts unnecessarily for, you know, just for something simple like this. Mm, Well, I don't know about that. I don't think it it wouldn't be in their best interest. It wouldn't look good for them. Well, and and everybody's trying to help everybody. So, I mean, when you guys were uh, running just as early as last week there, Keith, how much of a turnaround time did you have? Uh, in between flights where you had to go in and sterilize something like that. Did you actually have someone doing that or was it up to the, the next flight instructor to go through some kind of process or something? Yeah, we had all the, we had all the supplies in the aircraft. And so the instructor leaving the aircraft Mm. would do it. Got it. And so that it would be all taken care of. So while the, while the applicants were shutting everything down and tying the aircraft up, uh, I should say tying it down, not up, uh, air, tying the aircraft down. The instructor was taking care of the inside, getting that all taken care of for them. Got it. Uh, so oh, you know, okay. door handles, windows, and all that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Seat belts, you know. Just leaving it nice and clean for the next guy or gal. Yes, that's that correct. Is- One other thing we don't want to overlook either is your personal equipment that you're bringing into that airplane. You know, think about the headset. If you're borrowing one from the FBO, um, you don't know who used it last. So you're definitely going to want to make sure that that's cleaned. Mm -hmm. Most importantly is that microphone because, you know, you don't want their goo on you. So either get rid of the wind muff and make sure you disinfect the mic. Or if there was ever a time to bite the bullet and buy your own headset, I think now would be a really, really good time to start looking at light speed. Has that or, come into play at all with you guys there at Flight Training Professionals the last few weeks there, Keith, where people go, you know what, I think I'm going to buy my own stuff after all no. now. They, they already, no. you, you already encouraged that from, from the get-go, right? No, we, no? Have, we have headsets that we, that we let the uh, new applicants use. Yeah. Um, because we want them to try them out and figure out exactly what they want before they spend all that money buying them, you know. Because once you buy them, if you don't like them, 
you're stuck. not going to get the money back at them again. So yeah, true. Uh, we encourage them to you know spend some time figuring out what they want before they make that purchase. But that uh, um, time but, spent uh, wearing them is, I'm guessing, has gotten shorter because they're like, yeah, uh, who used this last time? I'll just go ahead and buy mine. I like it. I'm this old. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No, it, it really hasn't changed any at all. Yeah. Um, now we we are disinfecting the headsets. Uh, we we completely go through the whole headset. Um, inside and out and we've taken all the mic covers off so it makes it a little bit louder in the airplane because you don't have that that wind cover on that microphone so right well um, it sounds like uh, keith and ed at flight training professionals a little ahead of the curve on these suggestions there dennis so uh as you would expect from one of the highest rated flight schools if not the best flight school in the world i just threw that in for brownie points you know maybe a cookie or something all right more coming up on just plane radio Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What is this? Somebody enrolled somebody back into pilot school. So what do you say we quit that dead-end job you're in and put your mommy in a real nice home, something with 24-hour care on me, and not one of them bangum and binum joints, something really nice. Would be nice to go back to pilot school.
is Just Plain Radio. Gregor, co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Keith and Dennis. We kind of almost have a full crew, only because, well, Keith doesn't have nothing else to do. So he figured he'd be able to join us here at Just Plain Radio today. And we appreciate having uh, someone with a little bit more experience as part of our crew. So we don't, you know, deviate into a, a place that, uh, well, that we can't oh, you blame mean you like- for. <laughs> spending a whole segment talking about rum no that, that's quality entertainment and uh, <laughs> just useful information yeah we got some uh emails about our our converse conversation of if you can't fly might as well try some new rum that that went over pretty well with the aviators was, was that a surprise to you keith what do you think no well no it's not a surprise <laughs> to to me because uh i i have uh let's just say i have quite a few aviator friends uh, however, you know, I don't partake of that, so it doesn't right. do me much good. Right. You just tell so. on your friends that do or pilot friends that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, uh, but yeah, if you're not flying, they got to do something. And I guess they really enjoyed our suggestions on some, some rums to try. And if you have any, feel free to share them with us at info at justplainradio.com. We may just pass them along, you know, whether it's that aviator Jim or Jen from, uh, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds, a yes. Deadpool fame. Right. Or the Papa Pilar rum, which is my new fave from oh, Key West delicious. right now. Oh, it's delicious. You know, feel free to share your suggestions. If you're not flying, you might as well, you know, do something else to pass the time. A little. And, and honestly, what you should be doing is reading about flying or brushing up on your, you know, your uh, flight training skills. And that's obviously what I do all the time. Uh, and before Keith mm-hmm. can say anything otherwise, or, or Dennis... Uh, let's talk about where, where we go, uh, or where do we go from here? Because we do have some news at least, uh, what is it? Flight aware just gave a, an update on, on the decrease in the amount of air traffic going on around the world right now. Is that right? That's right. I run a flight aware data collector here at home, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just so I can see who's flying around the airport here, you know, in my backyard and, I just got a, a letter from them that, you know, is kind of going over some of the statistics that they're seeing. And with this whole COVID-19, they're seeing a 75% reduction in global air traffic. Ouch. Yeah. And that's coming right from their feeders. So that's GA, that's airline, everything is way down. Mm-hmm. So if you were able to fly right now, uh, you'd pretty much have a lot of the sky to yourself, I guess. Is that is that what you've heard uh, to Keith, has it been like that, you know, flying over Orlando the last few weeks before you guys, you know, shut down for a while or what? Oh, for sure. It, uh, you know, with the flight schedules, you know, we're less than, well, we're seven miles from the center of Orlando International. And so we constantly have airplanes flying over our head and we didn't have anything, hmm. uh, hardly. Yeah. And so traffic was way down even, even last week. So, however, the Orlando Executive Airport, where we're based out of, was very, very busy. Really? Uh, a lot of people were coming out and really kind of wanted to get that last flight in before Florida went on the uh, the whole state stay-at-home order. Yeah. Uh, so um, for a couple weekends there, it got really, really busy, especially on the weekends. Uh, but even during the week, it was, it was pretty busy. Yeah. But other than that, we have been able to uh, pretty much do and fly anything that we wanted approaches were readily available and no waiting for anything and right controllers just really wanted something to do so they were happy. they wanted somebody to uh, talk to we talked about that a couple of weeks ago too those poor 
air traffic controllers. Go fly. Give them someone to talk to because <laughs> they're socially isolated right now and have no planes up there to to instruct. So, yeah, I was, I was saying this was a socially tough time for the ATC folks. Uh, and so you experienced that firsthand. It made their day. Yes. Did you have a little extra chit-chat like, hey, how's it going? You know, and just kind of throw that in there and they actually appreciate it or no? Oh, yeah. Some of them do. Some of them don't necessarily appreciate it. You know, right. It depends on their attitude. character and all yeah. their attitude and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. So it's uh, one of those things where if you get somebody who's in a good mood and who's typically like that, yeah, you have a little bit of extra communication because they just want somebody to talk to. Yeah. Who can so. blame them? Now, you know, obviously and, and it's not only that it's not only the tower controllers, but yeah. it's also the en route controllers. All right. Um, okay. It's, sure. it's, it's definitely, you know, different when you're flying in route now and you're, you're list, used to having constant chatter on the radio Yeah, and it's just silent. And, you know, and you haven't had one respond back to you and say, Oh my God, thank God. I haven't heard from anybody all day. You haven't heard any no, of that. But, <laughs> no, but you're hearing a lot more of, uh, uh, Hey, you still there? And it controls <laughs> right. you up. I'm still here, you know? Yeah. Uh, because you know everybody is just so used to having that constant chatter in their ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're flying, you know, long cross country flying or something like that, um, where you're you're constantly, you know, with an in route controller, right? And they now just they're all lonely. But I didn't talk you know? to. Yeah, right. yeah. It's it's so, a sad state. Who knows where this is going to end up? Are we going to see a, a bunch of airlines go out of business? What do you think, Keith? What does your history and, and experience in the industry tell you? This is uh, this is going to be a really really rough time for the for the industry. Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of the economy, different sectors of the economy, are going to bounce back fairly quickly after this is done. However, the airlines, you know, when you shut them down as far as they have, you know, like Delta's parked six hundred airplanes and right. stuff. It takes a long time to get that back up into operation again. Mm-hmm. You've got all those airplanes that are sitting there. If anybody's let their airplane sit for a while, they realize that the airplanes break. But then you got all the pilots that have to be requalified and everything, too, maybe. So, yeah. Well, look, we're all on the same flight, and we will uh, get through it one way or another, and we'll just have to leave it at that. Till next time, remember there's no better high than learning to fly. Learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What's up, everybody? The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.